now for something completely different. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello and welcome to Shout Out. I'm Ali Shilton. And I'm Steffi Barnett. <laughs> On today's show... Um, it may be 50 years of pride, but it's also 40 years for this particular organisation. I'll speak, be speaking to the Terence Higgins Trust. Uh, and it's that time of the month where we delve into those news stories. And Terry is here with News Extra. Uh, all that and more coming today, right here on Shout Out. What's the matter with your bum? <laughs> oh dear. We don't want to start that already, Steph. <laughs> I didn't. He was saying bum bum bum. I just thought there was some problem. So, well, if Lara was here, she's screaming into a microphone. You know what she's like? She likes that bit. Indeed. Hey, yeah. good news from Spain. Oh? Yes. yes. They've all got their maracas out in Spain. Oh, yes. Go on, do yeah, tell. Freedom of choice to be able to decide who you want to be, who you really should be. And we're talking Ooh. kind of like gender here as well, yes. aren't we? Yeah, yeah. 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 Spain's actually got a very interesting history, of course, because it's been a democracy for a relatively short period, you know, since the 1970s after oh, really? after Franco died. Yes. It was a dictatorship, you oh, know. Yeah. I mean, they were uh, a fascist dictatorship, but they didn't take part in the Second World War. So when we defeated Germany and Italy... They carried on, you see. Um, they killed a lot of the, their own people. Lots of LGBTQ people disappeared and things like that, as mm. well as many other groups. It was quite but horrifying, wasn't it, Terry? When you think how recent that is in mm. history. Absolutely, And that yes. was happening. Yeah. yeah. And after the overthrow of the Franco regime, there was a revolution. And uh, they've since then, they've been quite progressive in many respects. Mm. I mean, they still have a problem with the far right. But for LGBTQIA plus rights and, you know, mm. other freedoms, women's choices and all the rest of it yeah. they've they've charted a course very differently from that which they were on in the in the middle part of the last yeah. century yeah. so yeah mm. so great it's great news absolutely. yeah and for yeah. years every town city has been flying either the progress flag or the rainbow flag every year during pride month which is um, yeah madrid has a very big gay oh area. it does is it, is it called yeah. la Tuaca? Tuaca? Uh, i don't pronounce know. It? i'm not sure apologies to our <laughs> colleagues at latin window here at bcf and, and, of, and of course barcelona is very very uh, yes. much yes. Uh, queer friendly yeah um, of course, those that are religious as well. Um, um, the oldest Methodist building is now offering uh, same-sex marriages after mm. unanimous vote. Yep. And it's here nice in Bristol, hear. I believe. It, it is. So yes, the oldest, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's in, it's in city centre. It dates yeah. back to um, 1739, believe it or yeah. not. Right by the galleries. Yeah. Mm. And a lovely building it is as well, if you ever get the chance to visit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you are already married, um, you can also have a blessing. Mm. So. Oh. That's nice, yeah. That follows on from the Scottish Kirk, which is the Church of England in Scotland, who did, you know, also voted to uh, do same-sex blessings. Yeah. yeah. If, will, if the... I was going to say, will the, the priest wants to, yeah. Will the General Synod follow suit? That would be, be interesting. interesting. Yeah. Interesting yeah. to see how yeah. it changes. Well, we still got Northern Ireland dragging their feet over everything, haven't we? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could go into such a different topic <laughs> with that, couldn't we? Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. 
but uh, of course, Republic of Ireland, they've, they've come a long way as well. You yes. know, from a country oh, where yes. 30, yeah. 30 years ago, homosexuality they've, was still illegal. They've had a fractious mm. relationship with the Catholic Church, though, haven't they? They're yeah, I, I mean, talking to Irish friends, and of course, we go out, of course, across Ireland now on DAB. Hello. Uh, hello, hello, Ireland. <laughs> but, uh, but, I mean, the Catholic Church, I think, lost a lot of credibility as a political force because they've had a lot of exposures of sexual abuse and, yeah. and physical abuse of women and children yeah. in, in the sort of mother and baby homes and things like that so yeah, yeah and they voted for uh, you know legalising same sex yeah. marriage yeah. Yeah. well it does show you why we have a need for prides Yes. yes, and speaking of which, um, it's Western Pride this weekend. Uh, it we'll is. be there broadcasting live on. Uh, we're, we're not unfortunately on the home station BCFM. Uh, that's next week when we do Bristol Pride, but um, we will be broadcasting on Wave. Indeed, um, details which you can see on our website shoutoutradio.lgbt. And we're doing a midday till six on um, both Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, uh, so we're doing both days. Yeah, should be cool. And if you are in Western, do tune into Wave. They're a great little station. They've been going a few years now, haven't they? Maybe be sort of five or six years yeah it was was spawned from Pirate Nation Radio wasn't it the great Rich Nibbler fantastic guy Uh, and they they broadcast around the clock and uh, they've got some good shows I did used to love the puns of um, uh, Pirate Nation Radio though like aboard the MV Emily in the middle of the 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 River Seven which was actually a shed in Richard's back garden (gasps) oh shock horror moment broke the illusion but it was a good it doesn't exist anymore the MV Emily and it was yeah, anchored in international waters, Andy. <laughs> I thought it was between Wales seven. and England. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. That's <laughs> does does steep home or flat home uh, classes international waters, or are they inland waters? Well, it's a, a thin sliver of the seven <laughs> that is international war, just enough to get an old Second World War minesweeper in, called the MV Emily. Oh. So, anyway, I'm sorry to say the weather's a bit touch and go at the moment. We're still a few days oh, away. yes. So it, it could days. change, but um, it's looking like it's going to be rain on Saturday morning and then nicer in the afternoon. So uh, uh, for those of us setting up first thing, we're going to get a bit wet. But Yes. Uh, um, we've we've done it before. We've, we we've broadcast in the rain before. We have, so. yes. We'll, uh, just, it went from being yeah. really lovely and hot to being freezing cold, as I remember, <laughs> when, <laughs> when the heavens yes. opened up. So... Uh, anyway, uh, lots coming up today. Uh, we're talking to THT um, because it's their 40th anniversary uh, this yeah. year, where Pride is um, celebrating its 50th. So, but um, uh, that, and then we'll be having a delve into some of the news topics in a bit more detail. We've got some fun stuff coming up there too. I think uh, no spoilers. Um, we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, anyway, stay with us. You're listening to Shout Out. Back in a minute. The Shout Out Podcast. Some organisations uh, that we all know about instinctively that uh, are there for the LGBTQ. QIA communities and one of those huge organizations is THT um, now we've got quite an anniversary haven't we coming up for THT give me a bit of background for that um, so my name is Bonnie I'm the um, senior well-being specialist um, and I run all of the groups and do a lot of the support for people living with HIV. So July is a really, really um, important anniversary for us. We're, we are celebrating 40 years of Terence Higgins Trust or Terry Higgins Trust. And so we are we're doing that and hopefully we'll be doing an amazing ribbon walk um, September the 16th, which you will be able to register for and um, walk with us to celebrate 40 years. 
Okay, how how long is that that walk? Is that like an all nighter? I'll um I'll so I'm Kate. I'm the service manager. So um the it's going to go live tomorrow. So we'll be getting all the we can put a link up uh, uh, via your kind of radio website. Okay. Um, and basically the ribbon walks 10k through Bristol on Friday the 16th. It's going to start at Castle Park and then we're going to pass by some of Bristol's best-known landmarks and walk around the sort of floating harbour. Then we're going to end up, um, we're going to walk up past College Green and end up at the Mayor's Chapel where we're going to have um, service users uh, reading some poetry. We've got Councillor Asher Craig um, doing a speech for us. Um, and we've got information stands there uh, from local organisations. So if there are any organisations listening who want to have a stool there, um, get in, you can get in touch with me. Um, so there's going to be a fundraising page and all the money that we raise is going to go to um, increase the amount of HIV testing we can do. So we do finger prick testing in Bristol uh, so that we can give people instant results um, and we want to improve the numbers of tests that we can do across Bristol and also support the uh, work we're doing obviously with people who are <coughs> living with HIV mm. so that's what we're raising money for. Okay now that's not the only event is it that you've got coming up? Um, no we've got we're always busy um, we are we're going to be there at Pride so hope to see loads of you there. We've got a stall in the community area. So we're going to be handing out free condoms. Um, we'll have loads of information and resources and there'll be staff on hand. Uh, if anyone wants to have a chat about sexual health or any queries that they've got, we'll also share information about where they can get um, tested with us. And um, we'll also be in the parade. The parade is starting at Castle Park at around half past ten. People probably know that anyway. But we'll be we'll be featuring in the in the parade as well. Um, right. yeah. Now that is Bristol Pride. Just in case you're listening outside of the city, and um, also I guess THT are heavily involved in the prides across the country. That's right. Yes, um, THT National. If you go onto the website, you'll be able to pick up other activities. But, you know, London's always a massive event, as in Bright as is Brighton. Um, so, yeah, have a look on their website. That's also a really good place for just general information and support if you need it. Hmm. So what else have you got coming up then? It sounds like a very busy year for you this year. Oh, so, yeah, I... Um support all the health and well-being groups and I do all the one-to-one -one support so um, we've got groups running throughout um, the year um, including a women's group where we talk about sexual health and um, things that affect them so they put together a calendar and I'm also starting um, due to uh, requests um, a fortnightly support group so which will be held on a Saturday and when we've um, got the the you know participants that want to be involved in it, I will then we will then work out with them when it's the the best time to run the group. 
The suggestions are some will be run face to face and some will be run on Zoom um, because we um, also run a yoga group on a Monday night, which actually started during COVID to um, help support people out of isolation. And it was so successful that we've actually decided to carry that that group on alongside all the face to face health and wellbeing groups that I run monthly. Um, and I also do six a year alongside the Brigstow project. So we work very closely together. So if anybody wants any um, support um, and they, they it, the, the groups will be for people that are newly diagnosed with HIV and also long term survivors. Okay, this sounds really, really hectic for you. Yeah, we've got lots going on. There's lots going on. In terms of the health promotion work, we're commissioned by Unity Sexual Health. And so if people do want to get um, tested for STIs or HIV, they can pop along to East Trees Community Health Centre on a Monday and there's just a drop-in service and ask for um, Unity Sexual Health. Uh, we also visit um, clubs, so we'll be at the next Don't Tell Your Mother and at um, Dare To as well uh, at various events. So do come along and see us. You can also contact us um, via email. So my email is kate.lemon at tht.org.uk. And uh, yeah, up to answer any of your queries. And Bonnie's got a number for her support for those people that are living or affected by HIV. So you can either contact me on bonnie.holt.tht.org.uk or 011795510000. Okay, now website and social media. So if you go to tht.org.uk, that's the main website and there's the links for the social media. Here in Bristol, we actually are on uh, Unity Sexual Health. So it's at Unity and then Sex Health for um, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. And that's where you'll get the local information um, about things that are going on and any kind of updates that you need to be aware of. And you can also look at the Terry Higgins um, web homepage. Kate, Bonnie, thank you so much for joining us here on Shout Out. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having us. And we hope to see you on our ribbon walk or at Pride. Yeah. Well, you'll definitely see us at Pride because we're going to be broadcasting from 10 in the morning till 10 at night. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. We'll see you there. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>
Nice ladies. So, and, and, that, and that's not to mock anyone else because we've, we've met a lot of lovely artists when we've, we've been at Pride. Uh, one or two divas too who wouldn't yes. come talk to us. What was that hunky yeah. one you liked? Was it oh, blue? Blue. blue? Gosh. Duncan I've ne- never ever when I've been interviewing someone been struck for words before. <laughs> <laughs> but I just remember I was with Emma and we, we walked over and walked up and um, they, they, they said that they come and talk to us and uh, as they, they walked out um, put a microphone in their face and one of them took their top off and I just went hello da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> it was really one, one of the luckily it was a pre-record so you, you never heard it but it really really did make me lose my attention you also <laughs> went um, you also went all unnecessary with uh, A1 if I remember oh, yes. right, right yes it A1. was A1 oh yes yes, yes. they were yeah, a big boy, boy band at the time weren't yeah. they yes so. yeah. And it's yeah. great as well because we've met some some of my heroes. Like um, I used to love Nikki French when I was younger, um, oh, and we've met her. Spoken to well. her loads of times. I, mean, yeah. I was in a oh Western Pride when I used to go down on my own in pre-record before we started doing live. I was in a, a caravan with with her mm. Hazel Dean, course um, Hazel, yeah, yep. and and oh, Snap I interviewed I as well. A couple more. But I remember turning around to the chap and saying, "Are you the original rapper?" And he went, "No, I'm number 12 <laughs> <laughs> Some of these bands they do change their line. Anyway, right, shall we get some news yes. headlines? This is Shout Out News on Thursday the 30th of June. As was widely reported in LGBTQ plus media on Saturday, Oslo's Pride March was cancelled after Zenaya Matapur, a known religious extremist, shot dead two middle-aged men outside a gay pub in the city. LGBTQ Nation in the States notes that passers-by bravely fought the gunman, who the security services is, says is steeped in anti-democratic intolerance. Members of the public held Matapur until police arrived and took him into custody. Police spokesperson Roger Berg said that Matapur had a long history of violence and threats and questions are already being asked about why he and his followers were not intercepted sooner. Although Pride itself was cancelled because of the terror threat, the Voice of America station reported that thousands staged an impromptu march through Oslo chanting, we're here, we're queer, we won't disappear. LGBTQ Nation reminds us that whilst Matapur was linked with religious extremists, no one should be any un- under any illusions that these were just a fringe group. The Newswire editorialised, Islamic extremism is ser- similar to Christian extremism in its anti-LGBT plus fl- fervour, but Muslim culture is not inherently anti-gay. Islamic history is filled with text openly depicting homosexuality as a beautiful, matter-of-fact thing. And in fact, more American Muslims support same-sex marriage than do Christian evangelicals and Mormons, according to a Pew Research survey. Planned Parenthood, which is the largest US network advocating for reproductive freedom, has called for concerted and united action following the Supreme Court, packed with right-wing activist judges, overturned the 50-year-old legislation sorry, I beg your pardon, legalisation of abortion throughout the USA, addressing many other groups in society who fear that right-wing politicians will soon come after them, Planned Parenthood noted, make no mistake, this decision goes beyond abortion. It's about power and control. What rights will this court take away next? 
Narrow pro-choice America, a campaign group with more than two and a half million members, warned that people in the US needed to prepare for a fight to regain control of reproductive choices. Narrow President Mini Timuraju said, "This decision is the worst-case scenario, but it is not the end of the fight. The eight in ten Americans who support the legal right to abortion will not let this stand. There's an election in November, and extremist politicians will learn when you come to, for our rights, we will come for your seat." Time Out magazine has published its final printed edition after 54 years. Founded in 1968 as part of the London Underground Press of the day, Time Out was the brainchild of Harvey Elliott. According to a report on the cable channel Euro News, Time Out was initially just one sheet of Xeroxed information about things to do in London. Within a few years, however, it had grown into a magazine with hundreds of listings. For LGBTQIA people, Time Out was also a place for comprehensive gay listings for the capital and a safe magazine to buy should they be worried or not confident enough to purchase a bona fide LGBTQIA plus publication. Time Out championed a diverse and independent London. It will continue online. LGBTQIA plus people have lost an ally this week in the shape of marriage equality trailblazer Cleela Rorex, who was passed on at the age of 78. Ms Rorex was for a time a county clerk in Boulder, Colorado, and when in 1975 a gay couple presented to her to ask for a marriage licence, she sought legal advice and decided there was no clause in law that prevented her from issuing the due documentation. Rorex issued six marriage licences to same-sex couples before the intervention of the Attorney General to stop her. Despite receiving hate mail from homophobes, Rorex continued to advocate for peace and justice throughout her life. Now, moral panics are, it seems, nothing new for LGBTQIA people and other minorities. We often know what it's like to be on the receiving end of establishment paranoia. There was a panic around gay men and lesbians in the late 1980s, and today we are very much in the grip of a moral panic about trans people, fueled by misreporting in the right-wing papers such as The Mail or Telegraph. Well, on Tuesday night on BBC4, former Doctor Who and Withnail and I star Paul McGann explored the late 19th century moral panic for the series Victorian Sensations. By looking looking at the case of Oscar Wilde, the art world and women's rights, McGann traced the anxieties and insecurities of the day. Many of the preoccupations seem absurd now, with ideas that masturbation was destroying the manhood of British youth and leading to a decline in the empire. Some boys were even incarcerated in mental asylums for nothing more than enjoying masturbation. Today, of course, we can all laugh at the foolishness of such notions and take solace from the fact that moral panics are always unsustainable in the long run. And finally, it's been 32 years since Betty Boo wrapped her way into the charts with the line, I'm top of the rank, like Pearl and Dean. And Pearl and Dean certainly are tops this month for LGBTQIA plus cinema goers. The famous Soho-based advertising agency, whose jingle is gorgeously unchanged for the last 50 years, are known for placing commercials in cinemas the length and breadth of the land. That well-known jingle conjuring images of the glamorous West End of London and the gay nightlife of Old Compton Street. Now they've gone rainbow, with a flag flying proudly on all their cinema slots. It's a nice gesture, and one which will be welcomed by moviegoers all over the UK. For these news stories and more, we update our website every day. Do go along and visit shoutoutradio.lgbt. For Shoutout News, I've been Terry Starr.
Shout out news, national and international LGBT news for you. Shout out LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Zara Larson, look what you've done. What have you done? <laughs> Nothing while well, I've been here. <laughs> uh, getting ready for Pride. So make the rain Absolutely. go away. I don't want rain for Pride. Well, we are powerful oh. enough to do that. Oh, yeah, so apparently. Some say. <laughs> yeah. Yes, well known fact. <laughs> Gayers control the weather. <laughs> if that was true, it'd be sunny right now. Because I want it to be sunny. Well, we rainbow rainbows all over Pride. Every every Pride would be sunny, wouldn't it? Well, if you could, wouldn't you? If you actually could, like, control the weather, I'd make it so that it did rainbow across. All those fundamentalist groups that sometimes protest at the side of Prides, like in America especially, (laughs) there'd just be a cloud above them just pouring with rain, the occasional bolt of lightning. Wow. (laughs) Striking people down. Good Lord. Wow, Terry, that was a different level. I think think Terry (laughs) thought this one through, didn't you? I I was just going to do with my power. If, 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 we do, if we do have lots of sunshine, please don't forget to wear some some uh, sun lotion or, or sunblock yes. or something like that because we don't want people getting uh, getting sunburned. That's true. Sunburn. I mean, it, you so. know, it's, it's like similarly with if you're going to festivals this summer. I know Glastonbury's been and gone, but there's plenty of others. If you are. Be cautious in the sun. Drink yeah. lots of They're water. Also, well, they've been quite good with water. I know that Weston has bought loads and loads of bottles. Um, Bristol's gone one step further, and there's actually taps everywhere. Um, do, do you remember? They, oh, I'm assuming they're doing it again yeah. this time. But they, they had taps everywhere, so you could take a bottle and refill it, because they're quite good at trying to be green at um, Bristol, aren't they? As much as they can. Very much so, yes. It is a very, very green festival. Yeah. So, yeah. They're all um, recycling, all of that. They deal with all of that there, yeah. 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 So Anyway, uh, it's that time of the month. It <laughs> is. <laughs> it's Terry's time of the month. It is. It's my... <laughs> where uh, we do news extra, where yep. we take a couple of news stories that have been out in the, the last few weeks and delve into them in a bit more well, depth. Yes, so where, where are we starting Well, this I've week? got one serious one for a right. few minutes, and then we'll have a fun one, which I'm sure you're going to enjoy. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, trade unions have been conducting several rounds of industrial action lately. We've seen railway workers strike over several days and we're expecting airline staff to strike later in the summer and in fact I think I heard on the news before we came on the air the Communication Workers Union is also striking with call centres. Now papers such as the Daily Mail and the Telegraph are howling with outrage urging ministers to go to war and crush the trade unions. But as one presenter on Trans Radio UK remarked, one of our sister stations surely it's the wealthy invested interests that are holding the public to them, not the unions, given that householders have to foot the bill for disastrous policies. Well, trade unions were amongst the first institutions to recognise the rights of LGBTQIA plus workers during the mid-1970s, when the hitherto homophobic policies of much of the political left came under the spotlight. Today, many trade unions have lively LGBTQ plus contingents and are a regular presence at Pride events. Western Supermare Pride taking place this weekend is sponsored by the GMB Union. Mm. So my questions for the panel are, do trade unions have any relevance to you in the work that you do? Do you support the current wave of industrial action? Are there other ways of settling industrial disputes? And have you found that your trade union has defended LGBTQIA plus workers in the workplace? Mm. Who should we start with? I'm not part of a trade union. You're not? So... 
So okay. I, well, I, I am, um, and uh, I think yes, they, they do a really important job, and I think trade unions are, are quite important to the factor in to the negotiating a pay sort of and then terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. And I think we've seen uh, certainly with the current the current levels um, of, sort of industrial action, this is really important because we are seeing the biggest squeeze on sort of household uh, incomes. And the government don't seem to be doing anything about it. So it's sending a clear message that things need to change. Um, For LGBT issues, the trade union I belong to has done um, some really good work and and sort of is very active within the LGBT community and has quite a sort of an active um, LGBTQIA plus sort of group within it. Didn't it? Wasn't it? um, um um, gay support the minors that kind of get the whole thing actually, off. Yes, had a very featured big, in the film Pride. Yeah, that's right. Yep. I mean, the, the, I mean, I remember we talk, talked about this with, uh, with Peter Tatchell when we were chatting with him last. Is that the political left is often associated with LGBTQ plus rights now? But in the seventies, that was not the case. There were lots of homophobic left wingers as well, mm. and it took somebody like Peter Tatchell to hold demonstrations and the Gay Liberation Front to hold demonstrations to actually kick them in to realising that LGBTQ plus people were workers as well and had their own rights yeah. and, and had an interest in, you know, I mean, fair treatment by society. I, and, and sorry, Andy, I'm just going to just finish off by saying, yeah, LGSM, which was Lesbians and Gays Support the Minors, had a major, it. major effect because they showed trade unionists that LGBTQ people were... Uh, interested in issues of politics and they did a lot of fundraising work for striking miners in South Wales during the 84-85 pits dispute yeah, so, yeah. I mean I, I, I can't comment too much on, on trade unions because I've never been part of mm. one I mean I work in, in IT I'm not saying there aren't ones for IT I've never yeah. been in that situation but you know when I look at things like what, certainly what's going on in uh, in the airports with the airlines and them saying they can't get enough staff um I, I could be wrong, but I think a lot of that's got more to do with Brexit and the fact that, you know, they want to pay so cheap. Um, and now we've got Brexit, we can't ha- have the cheaper labour coming in from Europe and the companies don't want to pay the kind of wages that we feel we deserve. Here. Yeah, you say cheaper, but we do have a minimum wage. And that, and that actually included anyone from Europe because mm. a European citizen was treated like one of our citizens mm. as we were in France, Germany and the rest of the EU. But but if people don't want to work on the airlines on minimum wage. They feel that's they, more they like deserve it, more. That you know? is. And my question is, the airlines, OK, so they had a rocky time throughout COVID, but they make an absolute fortune. Why can't they just? Why don't they just up the wage by a few thousand pounds, and then they wouldn't have all these cancellations? I mean, when you cancel a holiday, it costs you a fortune because you've got to pay it back and compensate. Mm. And when you start doing that on mass, with like we've seen over the last like month with all of these airlines cancelling so many flights and so many holidays, all that money that they've spent on that. If they'd have just have upped the wage a little bit, it would never have happened. They'd have had a good quality of service. They'd have employed more people. And it all would have been, you know, mm-hmm. I, I may be simplifying it. I don't know. I don't work in the industry, but I that's think the way it comes across. It's a bit embarrassing. This is sort of moving away from the LGBTQIA community. But did you see the bosses, the percentages they're getting for the, the energy companies? Oh, it's um, huge, isn't it? BT yeah. um, and also the airline industry. I mean, one of the airline bosses got eighty-five percent pay rise. Yeah. Well, if you, I was going to say, if you if you take the uh, MPs' pay rise, which has gone up by over ten percent in the last sort of two or three.
three years, compare that to public sector pay, which has only gone up by two to three percent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's massively, it's massively sort of huge gap mm-hmm. in how how certain people think they should, uh, or not that they should, but they are entitled to the money. Uh, for doing very little, whereas you've got plenty of people in the public sector who are LGBT, um, who are doing very valuable work, but are not being paid um, mm. at those sorts of levels. Um, and I think if you if you take, for example, um, our nursing colleagues, a lot there's a lot of LGBT nurses and doctors, um, and these are, these are people that are working very hard, working very long hours, like many of their heterosexual counterparts, but the pay is not there. Um, and in real terms, it's gone down massively in that in that sort of uh, three four year period. Inflation's running at what nearly ten percent. Nine percent. Yeah. Um, you most people can't really survive on two or three percent pay, uh, pay increase. It's not enough. Mm. Um, you know, um, you made money. a good point earlier, Terry, about the uh, the left wing um, giving mm. support, and but there was, I think it was quite shocking when you had the red wall. And people who'd voted Labour all their lives and those constituents who were Labour for as long as those constituency existed um, voted for Tories. So they thought they were left. They were classed as left wing, the working class now. But all of a sudden they voted for a very, very right wing government. Mm which is very anti-LGBTQIA. Well, you talking in the last general election? Yes. Yeah. But yeah. then, yeah. But, but then but I, th- I, think, I think when we got to the last general election, there was no good party to vote for. No, but isn't it a surprise that people yeah. who'd voted Labour all their life and those constituencies being Labour for hundreds of years and then all of a sudden they vote for a, a real right-wing, not a, a moderate Tory government, but a really right-wing one. Yeah. I mean, they've gone from far left to far right in mm. one but fell swoop. I, I would say, though, that it was a single-issue single election. It wasn't a normal general election. It was an election about Brexit. Yeah. So it's not it, it, it's not a it's not a general indicator of the end of the red wall. But you don't don't you feel that Brexit was a right wing thing to do? <laughs> so well, that's mm, why because know. the left wing Interest- governments didn't want to go. Interestingly, though, I mean, I, we are getting off the point <laughs> slightly, but it is it is very interesting politically. Mm. Is that in the 1970s when we went into the common market as it was then what became the eu is that it was the political center right it was mrs thatcher you know she was uh, in the heath government she campaigned there's lots of footage of her campaigning for us to go in a yes vote to go in yeah. and it was the hard left people like your benites yes. and your the, the hard left of the labor yeah. party the Communist Party, the Morning Star newspaper, and that kind of group of hardline left-wingers in the trade unions, they felt that it was a bosses club, and they wanted us to stay out. So it actually yeah. reversed. Yeah. So it was more recently, it was you know, seen more of a, as, I mean, as liberal left to support the EU, but it wasn't always that way. The, so, yeah. the only thing that annoyed me profusely with Brexit is you can't elect a government on a 51 to 49% ratio. How can you? No, how can you? And, and it was supposed to be a non-binding referendum. That yeah. They they purposely build it as non-binding, mm. and then the minute it happened, um, they went ahead and did it. Well, Cameron shouldn't have done it in the first place. No. This country's never run itself on referendum. And like, no. Was it Margaret Thatcher who said, don't ever let the Brits have a referendum? <laughs> <This> is, yes, <laughs> yes, apparently so. Mrs Thatcher felt very strongly that, that referenda and plebiscites are a very bad way to run a country because she felt that it undermined 
um, the, the role of Parliament, which the is lawmakers. to represent us, yeah. you know, and to moderate the views of the public. Oh, I think like, if they did know. represent us, it might be a bit better. But, uh, well, that's a different, issue. different, yeah, good different, point there, I think. <laughs> different, yeah. different yeah. issue, yeah. Yeah, so, um, are we looking for because I mean, there are going to be lots of trade unions at Pride will, GMB yes. sponsoring Western yeah. Superman so are you tempted to sign up to a trade union Andy when you uh, me when you um, are, no. there isn't one for your sector no, I suppose really. really is there no oh interesting um, no I, I get I get the reason why, why you would but it's not it's, uh, for me personally it's not something I've ever needed to do in my life you know so yeah absolutely okay let's move on to something a little lighter (laughs) and a little bit fun right okay it's pride month and we are slap bang in the middle of the traditional lgbtqia plus marching season Mm -hmm. and i know that in previous years we've discussed what pride means to us so we shan't revisit that discussion on this occasion right instead making this as light and uplifting as possible considering we're (laughs) doing lots of pride coverage on shout out over the next couple of weeks i'm going to give you on our panel everyone an imaginary sum of 300 billion pounds oh my gosh a virtually inexhaustible supply of cash and you can spend it on putting together your ideal pride i would like to know who would you get to perform at your ideal pride and why what speakers would you hire how would you ensure that people who can't make your pride can still feel a part of it what food and drink would you have what stalls would you invite what organizations how many people would you allow to your pride and would you have a parade or march and if so what floats would you have well let let them have whatever floats they wanted but yeah it'd be lovely to see floats in pride yeah, like New York Pride, yeah. isn't it? They have yeah. flags, don't they? Yeah, yeah. that yeah. would be nice, but... Um, there, is, there is a reason why we don't, I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, like, well, uh, Bristol Pride don't have any vehicles because no. of the, the green, um, the, the way they've gone with not having vehicles pumping out emissions. Yeah. But I guess yeah. they could Which have I can understand vehicles. 10 years ago, but yeah, now we've got electric, you can, yeah. you can re- reconsider it. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be lovely to see floats with, with things on it. So, I mean, if you had £3 billion, you certainly let everyone in completely for free. Oh, um, and you can do the food for free and, yep. and all that and you probably need the entire downs yes <laughs> I, think, yes. I think that would be Darren's absolute, yeah. absolute dream would yeah. be to have this a price so he could fill the whole, and whole of the downs multiple stages yeah. multiple main stages with different genres so you could have um, people from you know artists from the 70s the 80s the 90s and right yeah. through to, to the moderns yeah. yeah, and I'd, I'd also have different creative areas as well for different things because we're such a diverse community into so many different things. You could, and you'd have the space to be able to say, you know, let's have a specific area for these, you know. Yeah, we'd have a women's things. area and uh, a youth area because I think they did have that in the early uh, Bristol Pride, didn't they? I they think, still do. Yeah, Great. Yeah, I, yeah, they certainly did at the last one. Right. Um, I, I haven't looked in the, it's in the middle of the programme. I'm point, pointing, just hint, hint. We've got a programme here, absolutely. There are youth, it's right in the middle of there is. If you're in Bristol, do pick one up, uh, so you you can see all the things that are happening. Who would you invite? um, Well, for for artists uh, artists and speakers, I think I'd, I'd want Tom Robinson. Oh, of course, Tom Robinson. He's a really nice chap, He actually. is. I met him once. Oh, Stephen really nice. Fry. Yes. yes. Get Stephen Fry. Um, I, I think also, I'd I want maybe, well, I was going to say, you, you'd want the classic sort of divas, so Elton John, probably um, Ollie Alexander and people like that. Yes. Oh, God. Would anyone, anyone choose J.K. Rowling? Oh, no. No. 
Sorry. <laughs> but I, I well, thought I would, um, we I would, would have uh, Emma, Emma Watson. Emma Watson and Daniel Radcliffe, I'd like yeah, to say. Absolutely. Just, uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Tom Daly. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. There was and, a bit of an ooh there. Yes. <laughs> Tom Daly and his Speedos, perhaps. <laughs> now, now. Well, somebody wrote it's a family into, show. Somebody wrote into The Guardian and, there was, um, and they said... Um, what do they say? They said, I'm heterosexual, you know, as straight as they come, but my God, that boy looks good in a pair of split That's a, a bit like, um, oh, who's, who's the um, famous um, female chef who you could turn all gay men straight because she's so seductive with her cooking? Nigella. Nigella, yeah. Nigella Lawson yeah. and her microwave. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll just put this in the microwave. Yeah. The cast of The Umbrella Academy. Oh, oh why? With Elliot Page. Oh, it's such ah, a just a, a totally queer program. It oh, right. is lovely, and um, I think Elliot's journey has been quite magical for them. And uh, and it was great to see the episode that they turned over from a character who was, was like virgin or non-binary but female to Elliot's new character, uh, Victor. And it was ah. so well done, you know, with the support of the other characters within in the series. I'll have to have, to have a so, watch. Um, so. yeah. and As they, for how we get everybody to hear Pride, of course, it would have to be Shout Out FM. Without, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. You would, three billion. You would have <laughs> your own radio station. <laughs> and TV you? station. And, and, and TV, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and paying huge amounts to people Tom Daly to present want. it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what <would> you? <laughs> yeah, it could be on um, FM and um, DAB, but also Preview. it would need to be on medium wave on two hundred eight. Well, what's so special about that? Uh, you do realise that there's a lot some of, of the people won't know what, you're won't know what about medium okay. wave even oh, is. Yes. Yes. I was going to say ra- radio, radio, Caroline, radio, no, radio, Lux- 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 yeah. a very long time. Years, I mean, yes. you do have to remember it was Lara who turned around and said, "What is an MP3?" Right. <laughs> yes. I'm like, how do you listen to music? She said, I just click play on Spotify. <laughs> one, of, one of my good uh, colleagues, uh, her uh, 17-year-old son was in the attic. He came down holding a disc and said, what the hell is this? Is this like an ashtray or something? And he said, no, that's an LP. That's what music used to be stored on. And you know you're old when you know LP stands for long play as yes. well. You know. are you, are I used to get what, EPs. And what speed did the LP go at? Uh, 33 and a third yep. 33 to 33 yeah. and a third yeah and the 70 singles 45 yeah. yeah and and it used to be really fun I remember being like about a six year old kid and loving the fact that you could like speed up an LP <laughs> and make, make it sound like the chipmunks <laughs> <laughs> and of course very old records I mean going back into the 1940s and 50s played at 78 78, 78 and they were very brittle weren't yeah, they yeah made of shellac yes uh, which is I think a type of beetle uh, it's, or it's a derivative of yes, it's a, a type of wax. Yeah, we've come a long yeah. way. Yeah. But yeah. I also note that uh, a lot of the people we've been talking about have been men. I, I mean, I think also we have Claire Bolding yeah. at our Emma ideal Watson. pride. Mm-hmm. Emma Watson, yes, you did Emma mention Watson. that. Sandy Toxvig. Oh yes, oh yes. I've always oh, been a great brilliant. fan of Sandy Toxvig ever since yeah. I was a kid. So I, I would, I would love to present Pride one here with Sandy Toxvig. That would be absolutely brilliant fun. Yes, I think I'd just be gobsmacked if she was yes. listening to Shafter to be honest but you never know no. <laughs> that lesbian grapevine might get round to her she might say ooh I'll tune into that somebody <laughs> might tell her you never know so who else who else could we have 
Because um, you've got a lot of stages to fill for the sounds of uh, Well, I was going to say, uh, Janelle Monet. Oh, who's that? Um, an, an American artist who um, did a very, really interesting uh, song about two years ago, just after the fall of um, the Colston statue. Um, and it's uh, she's very, quite a political um, activist, but she also is, a, is very much an ally of the LGBT community. Wonderful, oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. We'd have to have a book corner. Ooh, have yeah. Someone like Daryl Bullock there, because, I mean, he's, he's really shooting to... Yeah, there's a the new moment, book coming so. out about yes. pride, protest, and music. Yes, and um, guess what? Mary Milton is. Um, and guess what? What? Well, he's coming on Showtime. Oh, oh yes. Ah, yes. brilliant! Yes. He's been on several times before, but we, we owe part of our existence to. We to do. The man, yes, so. Daryl helped so, us in our very Darryl. early days. Yes, campaigned um, for the program to be commissioned. Yeah. Yes. So. When he was writing for Venue, if you remember Venue, yes. which was yeah, yep. somewhere, I think I still have a copy of the or, or a picture of the yes. um, article. So, absolutely. So, what else do we have now? What stools would we have? We've got time to quickly mention candy floss, stools? candy floss, got candy floss. Oh, that was good, yeah. yeah. Candy floss is good. Some um, good vegetarian and vegan cuisine. I oh, like. of course. You, you, well, I mean, if you've got the whole dogs. of the downs, you could have every every you cuisine have everything. you wanted. And Bristol Pride is very good, actually, at the breadth of cuisine that it has available. It's it's always had uh, African Caribbean food. It's always had um, stuff from uh, sort of falafel from the Middle East. It's all, all those sorts of choices are available uh, at uh, your food. Food stores, I'm feeling hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to have a barbecue stall. Uh, you would. Yeah. Being a born again meat eater. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry if you're not. No, no, no. <laughs> no need to apologise. Seems like a good yes. steak. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. And, and of course, um, if you've got three billion, you could have a dome over the whole thing. So if it rained, it didn't matter. No, that's a nice idea. So, oh, we could have a water park. <gasps> Water slides. There we are. Somewhere else for Tom Daly to go. (laughs) (laughs) There's a theme emerging here. I can see this is going to run for for weeks and months to come. Oh, of course, we'd have to have Elton John, wouldn't we? I think Andy mentioned you. I did did mention Elton, yes. Uh, What about Diana Ross? Yes. Yeah, from my era. Yeah. Yeah, her. Um, I, I've seen a very mixed reviews of her performance at Glastonbury, though. Sadly, oh, she's she is getting quite getting quite rich, old, yeah. so she's still got a lot of energy. Yeah. I mean, she's a tad, just a tad older than I am. So, yeah, um, but uh, that's quite ancient, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was being. I'm in a nice mood. You it's were. Pride, you, know, you were just going to say something derogatory, so um, I thought I'd beat you to it, and I thought I'd be derogatory to myself. That's also another point. As a drag queen once said, you know, when you're at Pride, if you a young person just remember and honour the people that came before as yes. you know the generations from the times talking past of the times. drag queens as well we got mm. the oldest drag queen in history still alive on the show in a few weeks yes. oh wow that's and believe fantastic. it or not there's a character coming in EastEnders very soon that is also a drag artist I look forward to that so yeah so mainstream so TV great. as well yes. branching out so anyway that's it for another week uh, as we said this weekend is Western Supermare Pride uh, tickets are on sale still we will be there Saturday and Sunday from midday to 6 on Wave Radio uh, you can also listen online by clicking uh, onto our website shoutoutradio.lgbt and you see the link there uh, next Thursday we're back and we're talking about the undateable gay mm, that was Ooh. a fun interview Ooh. So, um, but for myself from Andy from Terry and from the lovely Steph say bye bye everyone bye bye, bye. bye.
shout out. LGBT Radio for you.